For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It is time to get caught up with the cards. This is your Believe St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Bunch of stuff to get to this week. We're going to talk about Tyler O'Neill. And, you know, listen, I don't know if folks on the East Coast have been schnoozing and may have missed the good work that O'Neill has turned in these last couple games out there in the West with games versus the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. But he's been absolutely sensational. Uh, we're also going to talk best birds on the bat bets, cards, odds, and ends. We're going to check in with the Redbirds in the standings, uh, how Vegas is foreseeing them come the fall, what we're talking about with MVP Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. We're going to dig into that. But first, we have to start with the news uh, this week, and it is not good news. It's Jack Flaherty to the IL. Ten-day injured list, they're saying he has an oblique injury. The suspicion, though, is that it's much, much worse. Here's Katie Wu of The Athletic on Twitter. Really tough news from the Cardinals' front. Jack Flaherty is headed to the injured list with a, quote, significant oblique injury. Mike Schilt says there is no timetable, but he undoubtedly will be out a while. Uh, speaking of Twitter, guys, JSKurtz07, if you want to hit me up and talk Redbirds or really anything, I, I'd welcome all your comments and questions at this point, Cardinals or otherwise. But look, it's a grade two or grade three oblique strain for Flaherty. I'm going to be completely candid. I have no idea what the difference is between grade two and grade three obliques. Uh, I just know that it probably hurts and he can't pitch, which is kind of the main thing we need him for. So, uh, you know, no official diagnosis. He's going to be out a while. Uh, what does that rotation look like without him? Well, Johan Oviedo will take his spot in the rotation for now. But Johan Oviedo is not Jack Flaherty and nobody else is either. Alex Reyes, Genesis Cabrera, two guys from the bullpen who, especially in the case of Reyes, have designs on someday joining the rotation. Both guys have electric stuff, uh, but Schilt ruled them out as rotation options. They'll stay in the bullpen. Danielle Ponce de Leon could get some time atop the bump to start ballgames. Same with Jake Woodford. But this is, you know, this is not a one-for-one -one substitute for the Cardinals. This is going to be patchwork, band-aid, and uh, Schilt's going to really have to manage his tail off. And guys are going to have to pitch better than they normally do if they're going to weather the storm without their ace. Flaherty in 2021, uh, you know, just dominant. He started 11 ball games and the Cards have won nine of them. I mean, 
There's not much more you have to say than that. He has a 2.9 ERA, 67 strikeouts, and he is the anchor of that rotation. When things aren't going well, he's the guy that other guys look to and say, hey, it's okay. We got Jack on the hill tonight. Um, And they're not going to have him on the hill for the foreseeable future. So, you know, other guys are going to have to step up. Injuries are part of the game, as we know. But he's just a really tough guy to do without, especially as part of a rotation that is, you know, otherwise average or slightly better. Uh, And don't forget Miles Michaelis. This guy was supposed to be a key cog in the rotation as well. He's on the 60-day injured list. So between Michaelis and Flaherty being out, I mean, that's two-fifths of what was expected to be your starting rotation. Adam Wainwright, Carlos Martinez, we know what those guys can do. Martinez goes tonight uh, against the Dodgers in the rubber match. He's been good, especially in his last few. We know that Wainwright can be great. He's had a great year. Um, you know, but we know he's also approaching 40 years old. Then you got Kwon Young Kim. And John Gant. John Gant was excellent last night. Six innings, four hits, worked around, three walks, struck out four, didn't allow a single run, no decision for him. So he was great. And the Cardinals are going to need other guys to be great, to step up in the absence of Flaherty. Uh, But he's just not a guy you can replace. And I fear that without him, this is a rotation that is fairly average. And speaking of average, is that what the Cardinals are right now? Are they just an average ball club? Well, first, no. They're seven games above 500. So an average team is, you know, right down the middle. They're 31 and 24 uh, in the middle of an important series with the Dodgers. But, you know, if the season ended right now, today, June 2nd, cards don't make the playoffs. Okay? We know that everybody's chasing the three California teams, San Francisco, San Diego, and L.A. Those are the top three teams in the National League standings. So one of them is going to win the division, and the other two are likely going to eat up the wild card spots. Right now, the Mets get in. They're leading the East, and the Chicago Cubs have a half-game lead over the Cardinals. So the Cardinals would be the odd man out. Cubs would get the NL Central berth. All the wild card comes from out West, and then you have the Mets in the East. So right now, the cards don't make the playoffs but there's a lot of baseball still to come uh i expect teams to jump around quite a bit in the standings over the next couple months but you know when we're playing the dodgers right now this is another one of those litmus test series and you know the cardinals just came off of one versus the padres and we know that went pretty poorly so they're out west taking on the dodgers now you look in the the standings the Cardinals are only one game back at the Dodgers. St. Louis 31-24, and 24, the Dodgers 32-23. and 23. A win tonight in the rubber match puts them dead even. But it just doesn't feel like those are similar ball clubs. It feels like the Cardinals are a couple of notches below L.A., below San Francisco, below San Diego. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, are they an average team? What's special about them? Now, we know that... The most special team doesn't always win the World Series. The most talent doesn't always win the World Series. Sometimes guys get hot at the right time. Teams get hot at the right time. And the Cardinals are certainly a team that, when everything's clicking, can be tough to beat. But just digging into some of the stats, you know, last 10 games, they're 5-5. Five and five, Pretty average. And in baseball, one stat that we like to look at is run differential. Okay? How many are you scoring? How many are you giving up? How many times do your guys tap the dish at home versus how many times do your pitchers and fielders let the other guys score? Right now, the St. Louis Cardinals have scored 236 runs. They've allowed 235. 
That's a plus one run differential. And again, it feels very average. Look at wins. What are they doing away from Bush Stadium versus at Bush Stadium? Well, the Cardinals have 31 wins, 15 of them at home, 16 of them on the road. Again, kind of average, right? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's some things on this ball club that are very much not average, and it starts with defense. We know what Yachty's going to give you behind the plate. We know what Goldschmidt's going to give you at first base. We know what Arenado is going to give you at third. A lot of uh, gold gloves for those three gentlemen. But even looking at last night's game, I mean, Todd and me, Edmund, made a pair of spectacular plays at second base. Dylan Carlson made a key play in center field that was both fantastic and timely, ended the sixth inning, stopped a threat, kept the Cardinals in the game and in front. So, you know, defensively, I'm less worried. The rotation is all of a sudden a concern. The bullpen can be dicey at times, and especially when the starters aren't going deep enough into ballgames and the bullpen is required to eat a lot of innings. That isn't working in the Cardinals' favor. But in general, when you look at the club, at times it feels like nothing really jumps out. Now, talking about Las Vegas and you know, how they view our favorite ball club. Well, Bet MGM has the Cardinals still as the favorite to win the NL Central. Again, they're not leading it right now. The difference is a half game. They're behind Chicago. But Vegas has the Cardinals winning the NL Central. They're plus 125. But you look at the Dodgers versus the Cardinals. That's the series we're in the midst of right now. The Dodgers still remain the favorite to win the whole enchilada. The Cardinals, who again, trail the Dodgers by only a game in the standings, are 10 places back on the list. The Dodgers are plus 350. Cardinals are plus 2200 at 11. So it just shows the discrepancy in where the quote-unquote experts think these clubs are in relation to one another. Only separated by one game in the standings. Obviously, the West is a much tougher division. But that's what I mean when I say this is a litmus test right now. The Cardinals are out in California. They're tangling with the Dodgers, who are considered the best of the best. And right now the series is 1-1 with a rubber match to come this evening. So a chance for the Cardinals to really say, hey, listen, we're here to stay. We're here to play. Don't forget about us. Las Vegas doesn't quite feel the same way yet. Now, here's something that is worth taking a peek at. We talked about Dylan Carlson made a fantastic catch in center. He's number four in your rookie of the year odds. Okay. He's plus 700. Uh, right now hitting 274, he's got five homers, 25 runs batted in, and he's been healthy for the most part. He did have a little bit of a back tweak, but he's played in 53 of the 55 games for the Cardinals this year. And in a season and on a team which has been riddled by injuries, you know, that's key. Uh, an MVP, Nolan Arenado, is right there in the mix. He's plus 1,000, sitting at fourth, and like Dylan Carlson, he's hitting 274, 11 homers, 35 RBI, he has played in 54 of the team's 55 games, so incredibly durable. He's been outstanding at third base, and you know Las Vegas has noted that he's in the mix for the NL MVP. One key fact that I found, I was looking at at-bats. Now, Nolan Arenado has 212 at-bats in the season. He's tied for third in the National League. You know who's leading the way? Tommy Edmond. 226 at-bats, the most in the National League. He's played in all 55 games for the Cardinals. We discussed at the beginning of the season, you know, how would they handle Colton Wong's departure. Well, Edmund has been all that and then some, handling his business at second base, playing short at times when needed, playing right field at times when needed. He's a guy that you can't pull off the baseball field 
He finds a way to get in the lineup every single day. He's been incredibly versatile, incredibly valuable. Uh, you know, and the fact that he has 226 at-bats, that's a, a nod to him staying healthy. And, of course, he bats leadoff. The last nugget to look at in terms of odds in Las Vegas is the Cy Young voting. Jack Flaherty is, uh, is the main guy on the list for the Cardinals, and you know it, we'll have to see what comes of this as he rides the pine and is on the shelf the next couple weeks. Uh, he's seventh place coming in, seventh most likely to win the National League Cy Young coming into today, plus 1,600, but you know those numbers are going to almost certainly dip uh, the more starts he misses. Now, you want to talk about a guy who's missed some starts, but my goodness, when he's in there, boy, does it help. Tyler O'Neill has just been fantastic, especially of late. Uh, he's a guy that's laying it all on the line. He's got the bumps and bruises and the W's to show for it. His uh, forearm is all scraped up after a stolen base last night. But I tell you, there are not a lot of holes in Tyler O'Neill's game. Okay? And last night in Los Angeles was an example of that. Everything was on display. Now, he didn't hit any homers last night, but he has shown that power in recent days. He had a home run in the series opener versus the Dodgers, and he hit two in the three-game series versus the D-backs. So, obviously, he has home run power, but the thing that you forget is the speed and the athleticism, and I think, you know, we're not, we're not forgetting it as much now because we're seeing it game in and game out, but it defies logic when you look at how big he is, but that dude can flat-out burn. Look at last night. Top nine, he steals a key bag, gets himself into scoring position, and then scores the eventual winning run. That's top nine. Then we go bottom nine. Now, it's kind of hard to do it justice without the visuals, but Mookie Betts is up, two men on, tight ball game, and Betts pounds one into the corner and left. And O'Neal just runs that thing down and makes a sensational, game-saving, game-ending, game-winning catch in a game the Cardinals had to have on a road trip that they need to prove themselves against an elite ball club. Kind of tough to say right now how significant that catch will end up being, but as the season goes along and the Cardinals are scrapping for playoff position and fighting for every win, that win on the road in L.A. could loom large. And Dave Roberts, the manager for the Dodgers, you know, he noticed O'Neill's play and just the defense in general for the Cardinals. He says it was remarkable. I don't really know how well they defend, they being the Cardinals, through the season, but tonight it was a difference maker. Even that last play that O'Neill made, the game is over and we win the game if he doesn't catch it. So Roberts making reference to Dylan Carlson's sliding catch to a couple plays by Tommy Edmond and, of course, the game-ending catch by O'Neill. Uh, of that catch, O'Neill says, quote, the play, I was just in go-get-it mode. All or nothing. That's what we train for. That's why we take reads every day in BP. That's what we live for, making those catches late in the game. Well, Tyler O'Neill has been in go-get-it mode for a while now. Now, he's been on the DL twice, so you, you do worry about injuries. He's had a groin situation, and he's had a hand-wrist situation. But he stole second base last night, roughed up his arm, uh, and didn't seem that worried about his hand. And then with the game on the line, he goes racing into the corner and left. Again, not concerned for his body. Now, I hope he stays healthy. If he goes down, that's another injury the Cardinals can't afford. But he plays the game with a, you know, a reckless abandon and an energy and a speed and an aggressiveness that you love to see. 12 homers on the year, 26 RBI, and 5 stolen bases. This is a guy 
know, we talk about, you know, where's everything going to come from? We know what Goldschmidt's going to likely do. We know what we're getting from Arenado. Tyler O'Neill is a superstar in the making. I've said it a bunch. I believe it. And each week, it seems more and more true. If he stays healthy, he's an absolute force. He plays great D and left. He runs the bases, hits for power, is getting much better at handling difficult pitches, and is proving to be an absolutely critical cog in the Cardinals lineup. So we covered a lot today. Talked about O'Neill, who's been fantastic. Talked about Flaherty, who's hurt. Talked about what Las Vegas thinks of our beloved Cardinals. You know, this is an interesting season because it's not clear cut. This team has been up and down. They've looked like world beaters, and they've looked like also-rans. My suspicion is they'll fall somewhere in the middle, which will only make it more dramatic as the season goes. So thanks to them for providing the drama. Thanks to you for listening, for downloading, for sharing. Please keep going and keep listening to this podcast as the season goes along. I'll be hitting you up with Cardinals news and notes, plus any kind of takes that I can offer. Thank you once again. And until we chat next time, hashtag go Redbirds. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.